When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. And it's me and Sunny coming to you from the craft room. Hi, say hi, Sunny. Hey everybody. Okay. All right. Yes, <laughs> that's me ventriloquisting my little Maltese white pup. And uh, we're hanging out here assessing the state of affairs. What sort of mayhem has come to the craft room? Where are we at? Well, the good news is the craft desk is clean, and uh, I know it's a rare sighting. It's like a it's like a rarely sighted animal, but it is. It's clean because I just completed um, something. <laughs> um, just completed something, <laughs> and uh, I um, uh, need to clean my desk so that I can start fresh again with new ideas and things like that. So that's a mandatory. So that is great. Now, what I also did was. Um, I managed to consolidate a few drawers. I'm very excited about that because uh, my last bundle set, I used a lot of uh, broken jewelry that I had purchased. Um, and um, I had, oh, I don't know, maybe five, six drawers full of broken jewelry. And now I took, um, I, I used to have just black and silver in one uh, container drawer, but now I was able to migrate over pearls and pearl-like things into that drawer too because there's so much more room in there. So I freed up a drawer in my little plastic drawers. I'm so excited. You know, it doesn't take much to make a crafter happy. You know, it's this subtle balancing act of create and then clean, create and then clean, or just create and create and create and forget about cleaning completely. Um, I would absolutely be of that um, uh, cloth, except um, I physically cannot move or find my stuff, so I, I have to clean so I can find out where I'm at. Now, happy to report the floors are clean, free of debris. Um, the only thing we have on the floor is the garbage can, the HEPA filter, Sonny in his little bed, and um, my sewing pedal. So that's pretty good. I mean, that's really good for me. And oh, apparently I have a craft mat over here on the floor for some reason. I think I was using it as a blockade so that Sunny couldn't nuzzle into one of the uh, shelves on the bookshelf pulling out um, ephemera. <laughs> and uh, other important things like um, uh, receipts and what else do I have in here? See, you know, uh, I put a uh, lace tablecloth over the bookshelf so that he could not snuffle in there, but he... he what is this? I'm looking in here. Oh, oh, okay. I know now. <laughs> um, it's actually old ephemera I collected uh, uh, for my junk journals, and I put it in a special box and forgot about it. Yeah, that's what happens. Okay, so now I have found that, reminded myself. I have a whole shelf dedicated to colored pencils, pastels, um, pretty writing pencils, that kind of stuff, and now I have covered it, and it's gone from my mind. So I have to remember that it's there. Holly is now going to say a few words, as he loves to do during the paper, paper Outpost podcast. Holly, would you like to say a few things? I have now migrated into the kitchen, and he's saying, "No, of course not, Mom. I'm, I'm. You know, you're here, and I like to do it when you're not in the room." Oh, that was. Oh, okay. There we go. Yes, that was a very nice high-pitched screech. There was a little word from the loveys. 
Holly's dinging his bell, and all is well. Okay, so um, the paper outpost has pretty much taken over the household here. Um, I have a top banister that kind of wraps around the top second floor of the house. It's covered in fundalage. Yes, um, that's me making the fundals, and I needed a place where I could lay out the pretty papers and the old papers and the ledger papers and all that. Um, and then I go around one after another, placing one different kind of paper on each stack. And then I start again, and then I go. And I'm like a little automatron. But I, I like organizing, it, um, so it's okay. And when I look up there, I realize it looks insane. <laughs> but um, I know it's uh, a lot of fun for me, and it's going to be a lot of fun for people who get them. So there you go. It has taken over the second story of the house. And one of the spared bedrooms has been turned into... Um, fundal land, I guess you could say. It's where I keep the ephemera, the old papers and that for the fundals. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the, you know, hey, hey. <laughs> um, gotta do what you gotta do during these times. Don't, don't, are you, no, okay. All right, just checking on little uh, Sundal Fundal here. He is not chewing on a cord because he would never do that. No, no, no. He was playing with his Lammy and that's perfectly okay. There you go. And okay, so back in the craft room, and I gotta take my. Oh, hold on, I gotta take. I gotta. I gotta like a sweater jacket on it. I don't know. I get like hot when I talk to you guys. I'm like all sweaty. Okay. Um, and uh, okay. Well, our AC. I, I, you probably didn't know, but our AC went out yesterday, so it was a lovely, blistering hot August day in Florida, and. Uh, <laughs> I apparently don't craft uh, my, my, my free flow um, um, ideas and crafting fingers go right out the window when it's 95 degrees in the house. And apparently um, the only thing I can think of to do is go eat ice cream because uh, and go sit in the car with the AC. Um, so to make a long story short, it wasn't too horrendous. It, uh, of course, we called the AC guy. AC guy came over, and it turned out a breaker was blown, and that's all it was, thankfully. Um, you know, as you're, like, bracing yourself for, it's going to be $15,000, ma'am, you need an entire new unit, you know, ah, that kind of thing. Um, so it wasn't that. It was just a breaker. Should have checked it on my own. What did I do on my own? I did go up, and I poured hot water and vinegar down the whole to flush and unfreeze anything that might be there. Sometimes that does the trick. If you turn, why am I telling you about AC advice? Oh, hello, we have a call. Oh, this is very nice. Yes, hold on. And now I'm back after a lovely little interruptive phone call. You know, life life just gets in the way of crafting, doesn't it? It's always a thing. So anyway, as I uh, exorcist turn my head around my craft room to take a look at what's behind me. I spy with my little eye a very overfilled steamer trunk. Now, it appears that I have may have put my mess into the steamer trunk. And what I've been doing is I've been collecting little bits and pieces of special papers. I also have my scraps in there now too. Um, and somehow the darn thing got full and I can't close it anymore. I have no idea how this happened. How could this happen? It just happened. And I'm gandering across the room and I'm taking a look at one of my bookshelves, which was supposed to be so pretty and organized. And it looks like a, a big pile of hoo-ha. Somebody just dumped a big pile of hoo-ha in this top shelf, that, which is exposed. Hmm, I, I have no idea how this happened. I know it wasn't me. It couldn't have been my fault. Um, I was just innocently crafting, right? And then I, okay, I'm exorcisting my neck around to the other side, looking behind me. 
and uh, I had these pretty little vignettes behind me with the printer tray with the pretty little um, uh, rubber stamps in them and that's still there and I have a little buckets of stickers in front of them which is still there but then over to the right of it on the next little dresser um, there was a cute little vignette there, which I can't see at all now because I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, about 14 uh, big ledgers sitting there. Um, yeah, and I've got, I've got some pretty cool ones. I have to, I'm very excited. I can't wait to show you. Um, uh, and I have a little pile of very special books from, that are very old that I, I will never tear apart. I just, I just fell in love with them and they just, uh, you know, warm the cockles of the heart. What can we say? What can we say? Um, so what do you think, Sunny? Yeah, do we think the status of affairs is better here? Mom, you're hiding. You're hiding your mess in the steamer trunk, and you darn well know it. It's true. I know. I have to tackle that steamer trunk. I don't. You know what it is? I don't even know what's at the bottom of it now, and that's just the way it goes in the life of a crafter. It is, oh, I don't know, two and a half feet high, and uh, maybe two, two feet wide. I don't know. It's a big thing and it's just full. Uh, but I got to get in there and dig around and find out what I'm hiding from myself. I have managed to drag into my craft room space. Um, I have what I call is a basket of hard cardboard, chipboard, cereal box board, backs of like, you know, artist paper board, anything that fell into the board category gets put into this um, uh, big square cube basket thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, it um, takes up a lot of room. It's actually about the size of R2-D2, if you can sort of picture that or imagine that. Yeah, and um, um, you know, thankfully the universe supplies packaging often in our worlds and uh, a lot of that can be recycled and reused into our craft projects, which is a lot of fun. And I have a couple of cereal boxes um, which are begging to become something and I just I think it's really cool the way you get to see something so ordinary just completely transform and become something else it, it's just um, I have a funny feeling a lot of you can relate <laughs> you know it's it's just kind of fun you know why not why not use this stuff that comes into our, our sphere and um, so yes the AC is blowing the air is cool and life is feeling much better now okay so um just double checking on some of the uh, uh the dried flowers that I made a little while back with the microfleur um like one and a half ish minute uh drying device and the color is still good you know I, I told you I would periodically let you know how the color was and um, it is I d had a purple flower and uh, it is still good so let me just uh, I, I tacked one up on my um, I have a little board in here made of some of the handmade paper that I made I just sort of put some on the wall and now it's a thumbtack board and um, so it is still purple so that's good um, so that's exciting and uh, oh also what else is going on in here I have a little what I'm calling an angel board um, it's uh, I was going through a lot of the broken jewelry that I have and out kept coming these little tiny angels um, little pin angels little pendant angels little you name it angels and I, I, I'm gonna tell you, I put them all on the wall here just you know I like to have little angels with me in the room here and uh, I have one two three four five six seven 
So, well, that's that's a that's a good number, right? Okay, so we'll go with seven. I found seven, and um, anyway, they're kind of cool. Oh, look what I just found! I found a little organizer. It's a little jewelry organizer. I hung. So you, look at look at me go! I hung this on the side of a uh, drawer. Uh, not a drawer. <laughs> at Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Side of a, uh, like a chest of drawers. And I forgot it was there and it's completely empty. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And, um, I was, uh, you know, thinking about the concept of uh, squeezing your lemon. Oh my goodness! I just realized my uh, my thing is unplugged. Hold on. There is that better? I'm talking into my mic, but it is not plugged into my phone, so I have no idea how long it was unplugged or if I even managed to plug it in in the beginning. But here we go. It, now I'm talking through my mic. I have no idea how long I was doing that or not doing that for, but here we go. Uh, so, t- what is on today's roster? Are you asking what am I doing today? Uh, well, I hope you're. I hope you're having some fun. I hope you're, somewhere in your day there's a little, a little time, a little uh, space for you to have some crafty papery fun too. Because uh, I know you deserve it, and um, and if it helps you enjoy the day a little bit more, put a smile on your face, give you some escapism, maybe create some gifts for people. Holidays are coming soon, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's a good thing. Uh, on my roster today, um, I, oh, I worked on my newsletter, the Paper Outpost newsletter, and I got that all ready for up and coming September. And uh, so if you haven't signed up for that, make sure you do. It's free and you get a free digital image emailed every month. But um, I am cutting some piano paper rolls. It's the old, you know, the player pianos where they had, um, it looked like the piano was playing itself and the music would come out of it. It's the music paper from those. And uh, I take three of those rolls and I cut them at the same time on my guillotine, just trying to create a little efficiency here. And uh, so that's my project for today. I'm gonna be cutting a bunch of those rolls up and uh, because the paper is just so cool um it's it's a uh, very unique it's a uh, very thin paper it's thinner than regular craft paper um and it has all these really neat holes and things like that in it and uh, some beautiful old songs definitely ones that you would recognize the names to and just you know kind of wondering where these played at some point in time and you know what life was like and you know they probably had a old victrola or something going on it's probably two totally different time periods but um yeah, it's all good. And uh, let's see, I'm I'm sort of caught up on my hand dyeing of paper. I've been doing a lot of, um, um, like if you get a, oh, here's a little tip for you. If you get a bright copy paper somewhere, sometimes you pick them up at thrift stores and stuff like that, and maybe it's not your favorite color and stuff. Don't discount it too quickly because you can knock that intensity down if you want to make it look more old and weathered and that by uh, coffee dyeing it or tea dyeing it and it can take on a beautiful old world look. So just remember that when you when you see those intense colors and you're you're out there and you're like, oh, that's great, but that's just, just not me. Um, or maybe that is you and uh, you don't coffee dye at all because, hey, you don't like the smell of coffee. And I totally get that. Um, 
And I, when I coffee dye, I, I tend to coffee dye pretty heavily, and my papers do, uh, I believe, retain some coffee scent. Uh, I can smell it, <laughs> but I like the smell of coffee. To me, so to me, it's comforting. Um, but do what do what you like. You know, I mean, maybe you like lavender tea, and I don't know if lavender tea would actually give you any color. But um, um, and there's so many things that you can use for color. You don't have to use any of those things. You can use food color. That's probably the least expensive, most bang for your buck way to color paper. But if you want to get into the food, or not into, into the real food coloring where you're actually using food items, you can use um, beet juice. You can use onion skins. You can use the spice called turmeric. Turmeric. Um, uh, you can, uh, uh, you know, I've never used spinach, so I don't know if the green would stay, so don't quote me. If it doesn't stay green, you'd probably go to gray, but it would be a colorant. Um, and uh, different things like that. So, and we know, obviously, you can use avocado, and that comes out really well. And, uh, but you can also mix and match colors. Remember from, you know, your old color wheel, you know, red and yellow make orange and uh, blue and red make purple and then you can play with different levels of purple uh, things like that Um, you know making some pretty purple papers is always fun and uh, I don't know it just says fairy or mystical or magical or I don't know it's just kind of a a cool color Um, so that can be a lot of fun you can also guide your coloring of your papers towards the seasons which is very pretty maybe you want to go into the jewel tones for fall um, the burgundies and the, uh, co- you know, kind of uh, evergreen cobaltish blues and uh, golden yellows. Um, uh, what else? Oh, so the turmeric and the onion skins will give you yellows. And um, uh, when you, if you decide to bake your papers, that will also in change the color, the intensity, and the the way your paper looks and feels there's a different feel to it than air dried paper both are good both both and both are perfectly fine um but they there's a different quality to them and uh, i think that um, if you've never tried either, um, all of them try it all once and just roll up your sleeves and give it a go and um, see what you come up with because you might you might surprise yourself and you might find a new process that you fall in love with and then expand your horizons and also uh try color dyeing some things you don't normally color dye like maybe throw some doilies or envelope or maybe some squat squash not squash um squash where was i going with that i have no idea um (laughs) squash that idea throw in some fabric maybe some cloths that's what i was trying to say cloths yes um so um that is, those are the ideas that I've been kind of thinking about. I, I want to kind of stock up because we're creeping up on the holiday season and I like to have enough stuff ready to go. So I want to make big bushelfuls of colored paper and I want to make big bushelfuls of uh, hand dyed seam binding. I just love hand dyed seam binding. I don't know whether I have this this one in there that is just kind of pinky peach with creams and it came out all different colors because if you don't quite saturate it all the way but just partially a little here a little there oh it's just it's just dreamy and um you know getting all the little trims sorted by color that's how i did my trim sorting by color that seems to be the most effective and all that organizing that i did it's actually i have to admit it has made it so much easier to find things i have a general consensus in the craft room of where things are now i do have drawers that have not been organized there is stuff in there that um 
still needs to be organized. Um, but the big overhaul, what I did with you guys really helped tremendously. So if you haven't, if you haven't done that for yourself, I encourage you to do that, especially if you're going to be doing a lot of crafting through the through the holiday season because you know you got to get your ducks in a row you get those ducks in a row and uh, you're gonna have a lot more fun because when you can put your hands on what you're thinking about like I can see right now my little sewing drawer is open and I can see little snaps and I love popping snaps through paper like to make a page trim or use it as a topper for a journal card it's just so darn cute you know what I mean but it's, sometimes if it's all buried and you can't remember where you put it forget it. it's like it's gone it doesn't exist like whatever is hiding in the steamer trunk I have no idea what is in there but I'm going to find out and uh, so what I do is I put a little make a little list for myself for the day this is what we're going to do today. Yeah. So, um, do, to do, to do, to do, to do. <laughs> and, uh, I go down the little list and that way I feel like I can keep myself somewhat organized and that's really helpful. And I am actually using journals that I made. I have my, my I guess I call it my, my functional, functional utilitarian journal. Um, it's a fabric journal and it is, it has a uh, magazine on the inside, just a, like a flyer magazine from the mail. And I just sewed some material on it and I use that one so much. And uh, I really love the cover. And I think what I'll do when it's full, it has three, it has a three hole pamphlet stitch for, I think maybe two, four signatures in there. Uh, lots of paper inside. So I had lots to write on. And I actually, <laughs> this, I filled it with paper I don't like because I wanted to save the paper I like for the journals that I make and give as gifts and sell and things like that. So I used all this paper that I, it's not my favorite paper. So I'm, I, you know, it's kind of funny. It's like you think, you know, if you have all this paper around you, you could maybe use a few pages yet you like, but I felt good because I used up this paper that I wouldn't normally use. And now when I look at it, I realize that this paper that I have filled up this entire journal it's going to be ephemera one day, like a hundred years from now, where, you know, somebody's going to come across this and say, oh, look what this strange woman was doing all day. I mean, what a nutcase. Um, let me go down the list of she did what, when, where, what? Oh, this is so odd. And um, I'm sure they're going to think it's very odd. Um, but uh, anyway, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut out. I'm just going to cut the string. I'm going to cut the string and remove those, but not get rid of them. Now, normally... I might just throw those out, but you know, I'm a junk journaler now and I see the, the, um, life and times of, um, uh, somebody chronicling their life. So I may just stick that in a little, I don't know, time capsule somewhere in the house and forget about it for a while and then maybe pull it out in 150 years and make another junk journal. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's hoping, right? Um, but, uh, yeah. So those are the, uh, the inner ramblings of a crafter today. So I hope you're having fun. I hope you're finding time for yourself, a little bit of relaxation, a little bit of self-nurturing, and uh, a little bit of just settling into your own space and letting your imagination run. And I encourage you to try a few things that you normally don't think that are in your sphere, like maybe picking up a pencil and trying a pencil drawing, or maybe painting with some watercolor when you thought you would never in your life ever pick up a paintbrush. Or maybe it's time to consider getting that sewing machine. And maybe it's time to say, hey, I can use this tool too. Many other people have come before me and used this tool and been very successful. And I don't have to make bridal dresses, but maybe I can sew a straight line and have some fun in my junk journals with it. Maybe this is your year. Maybe this is your time. And maybe this is your gift to you. So I wish you many good days. 
And uh, thank you for everybody who has been here. And for those of you who are new, welcome, welcome aboard. And I'm just going to uh, go through my little list here of things. If you um, have been around for a while, you probably heard this already. But if you're new, um, you might want to know about these things. My uh, YouTube videos, uh, the Paper Outpost channel, they come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 a.m. Eastern time. My podcasts come out Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it's um, all new material. It's all audio. It's free to listen to. And um, you can't, you don't have to have Spotify or Apple Podcasts, but you can, and you can listen to it on those and about seven other platforms. Or you can just click on the link below in the description box of my videos, going to anchor.com slash the paper outpost. And um, uh, I think I told you about my free monthly email newsletter. Yep, check that out. You get all sorts of goodies with that. Um, free digital image, note from the bookmaker, a checklist of supplies, junk journal tips and updates from me, things that are happening. Um, uh, I have an Etsy shop where I now put fundals, digikits and... Um, so fundals are collections of very old papers, antique and vintage, and also some specialty papers. There's a mixture of uh, book pa- unique book pages in there, as well as hand-dyed papers from me, all sorts of different things, postcards, tea cards, um, uh, just and, and a lot of surprises. And it's 100 pieces, and I hard copy mail that to you. So if you want to get started, maybe dabbling in the world of old papers, but you don't know where to begin, this might be a great place for you to start. Or maybe you don't know where to source them, or when you find them, they're way too expensive to buy or um, uh, this might be a nice option to get started and um, this is also in my Etsy shop where I sell my vintage digital kits these are printable downloads and you just print them out on your home computer and uh, then you can use them or your home printer and uh, you can use them as you wish now I have had many requests for can you print and mail them to me? And um, I was not equipped to do that before, but I've, I've had so many requests and I thought I'm going to give this a try this fall and see how it goes. And uh, I, I did what I call a soft launch where I just put it up in my Etsy shop and that seems to be received well. So if um, that is of interest to you, uh, to make it work for everybody, I thought the easiest way to do it was um, um, offer 10 kits, you pick the 10 and then, um, I print them out and I mail them to you. And they're purchased through the printed and mailed DigiKit link. You'll see it um, when you go to my homepage on Etsy and uh, make sure you use that link and it'll describe, it'll explain exactly what to do. It's not a hard process, but um, I can get those printed out usually right away for you and get those off to you. And they do ship free in the USA. I'm only able to ship them in the USA at this time. Uh, But if that changes, I promise I will let everybody know. And um, so that is a new option, a new uh, possibility for folks. I know that some folks, um, they don't have printers or they're not really comfortable going down to the office depot or Kinko's or that, or maybe they're just staying inside because of COVID and, or they don't get out much, whatever it is, um, this is now available for you. So there you go. And if you have any questions about it, feel free to uh, contact me through Etsy. I can, I can help walk you through it, but it's, it's pretty easy. And what else? Oh, you can find me on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And I have an Amazon shop. Um, and if you uh, forget the link or you can't find the link, just type in Amazon, Google Amazon Paper Outpost, and you'll find the link. It's right there. And just click on there, and I put my most um, uh, favorite tools in there and things that I have uh, used in my videos if you're looking for anything. It's a great launching pad. If you use my links, you don't pay any more for using uh, my links in there. You would pay the same price as you would on Amazon. Um, so... 
uh, that does help me out, uh, keeps my channel going. And so thank you very much um, for folks who have purchased through there. Um, but uh, also it's a place for you to uh, take a look at the details of items if you want to know the specs or how long something is or uh, that type of thing. So there you go. Um, and also, what else? Um, oh, if you find value here and had fun, please like, subscribe, and share if you're on the YouTube video. Uh, I have to remember where I am. I'm on the podcast. Um, and um, remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. What's that, Sunny? Yes, create with reckless abandon. There's a lot of that around here. Um, yes, yes, there is a lot of that around here. And I hope it's, I hope it's at your house too. So be well, everybody. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.